Welcome back to The Curve, hosted by the girl who was supposed to be working today, but secretly was watching Aretha Franklin's Homegoing. That's right. I spent six hours of my work day watching a live stream instead of doing my job. Hope my employer doesn't listen to this show. Anyway, I'm back. I'm sorry I've been gone for the past two weeks. I've been taking a mental health break, as we all need but I figured what a great way to come back into it, but with my favorite co-host, Miss Ivana. How you doing, boo? Yay, I'm doing so well. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming on. Um, Tonight, today, whenever you're listening to this, tomorrow, yesterday, I don't judge time, we're going to be talking about a couple of things. We're going to be talking about with, you know, Aretha's whole homegoing um, service happening uh, I, I think it brought up a lot of interesting conversation about church, specifically the black church. And so I want to get into religion a little bit, a little bit about black church. And let's just talk about, I think most of us had to be in church at some point of our lives. And, you know, a lot of us aren't. This is a huge generation that's not involved in the church anymore. And I want to, you know, get into why we're not. We're also going to talk about uh, body dysmorphia. Which, I'll be honest, the big reason I took my little two-week break was because I was going through some heavy, hardcore uh, issues with my own personal body dysmorphia and had to step up my therapy game a little bit. I'm a big, avid fan of therapy. I think most of my listeners know that. Um, But as of recent, I've really been struggling with it. Um, So yeah, we're going to be talking about that today. So like I said, we're going to be talking about body dysmorphia. Um, It's something I have struggled with for literally as long as I can remember. Didn't really know the name of it or what my situation was until I hit college. Uh, But for those of you who don't know, do you know what body dysmorphia is? Yes, I had to do some uh, research, but I think it's something that a lot of us struggle with. But like you said, we never had a name for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think this generation specifically, I think it's probably a lot higher, the percentage of people who struggle with it, than before with, you know, the attack of the Kardashians and social media and Photoshop and Dr. Build a Bay and, you know, this just need to be this picture perfect. But for me, um, if you don't know what body dysmorphia is, it essentially is basically, it comes in a lot of different forms. For me personally, it's having an unrealistic idea of what my body looks like. Like, I think I'm significantly bigger or deformed than I actually am. And it's really hard for me sometimes to talk about what I think I look like. Because, like, I I know because I've had to do therapy for so long and stuff, I know that, like, my reality of what I think I look like is crazy. But it's still very much what I see, if that makes sense. Like, I know that I don't weigh X amount. And that my body or whatever doesn't do certain things. But when I, like, look in the mirror, I see it like that. Or, like, when I have, like, a – when I'm trying to explain what I physically am built like, I – That irritates me so bad when you do that. Because you'll be like, I look like a potato. And, like, even – you say it so much that I'll be at home taking a shower and I can hear your voice. I look like a potato. (laughs) And, like, 
I think because I'm a comedian, it's easy for me to... Comedians are so, like, self-degrading and, like, constantly shitting on ourselves. And so, like... And that's... I get that because that's a part of my comedy as well, like, self-deprecation. But at some point, I'd be like, Drew, stop. Yeah. Well, like, I think for a lot of... Like, a lot of people who don't know me super well think I'm kidding. Because, like, I do give off. I know... I'm aware I give off this very, like, confident, like, I don't give a fuck type vibe. But in reality... But in reality, it's such a facade, I feel like. Like, I'm so overly critical of um, my body and my appearance and stuff. And I think what it comes down to is I grew up – I'm biracial, if this is your first time listening to my podcast, (laughs) Um, or if you've never seen me. Um, But I dominantly grew up with my white side of the family, and I was the first girl to be born into my family – Um, besides my mother, obviously, um, and I was black, so there's a lot of black, black people and white people are built differently, and so my, the people that I often was compared to didn't, there was no physical possible way that I was going to be built like them, so, like, my mom, like, my mom is a bad bitch, like, she has a tiny waist and a fat ass, and big boobs and same and like she's she's tall but she's very like very Marilyn Monroe built and my Nana was similar but very short but still built like that like not obviously not when she was like older but like that was like whenever you would look at pictures of my Nana like that's what she looked like and then my sister came along and my sister's very like you know boobs but like small waist like even her snapback game when she fucking had my nephew like her waist went like what waist (laughs) like she and it was just like and I'm not built like that I have broad shoulders and I have like broad hips and I have kind of like a boxy shape to me and so like and then like my friends growing up like my two best friends were sticks like didn't get boobs didn't get ass till we were like in high school so maybe not even high school. Actually, now that I think about it, I don't think either of them got anything until we were in college because freshman 15. But it's still the weight still went to all the places it should. So all the people around me were built in a way that wasn't realistic for me to be built. And when you're consistently comparing yourself to something that you can't physically come become, even like I look at photos of myself from high school and I'm like, why was I so mean to me? Like, I would kill to be built like that now. Yeah, I feel that way sometimes, too. Yeah, but back then, I thought I was an actual beached whale. <laughs> like, I really felt like that. Like, it was a genuine, it wasn't like a, oh, I just want saying that so I can get, like, compliments. Like, in my mind, legitimately, I was 300 pounds. And so, not that if you're 300 pounds, you're a beached whale whatsoever but I'm saying from my personal frame it would that would not be flattering and so when you're consistently comparing yourself to people you have no business comparing yourself to you get a very warped vision of what your body is and what it should look like and then you have at least for me I was really fucking harsh on my body because it wasn't doing things that it physically couldn't like I can't like I remember like being in high school and looking at if it was possible to get your shoulders smaller (laughs) like no I've I was looking at um uh arm reduction like I was like how do I reduce some of this fat in my arm like yeah it's like ridiculous shit I understand no I know but I'm saying 
like that's what body is more here. Yeah, right, right. It's like it's it's a non-issue. Yeah, yeah. And like, I was I legitimately was like 16 years old looking at if it was possible to have your shoulders shaved down because I remember like my like mom would jokingly call me her little linebacker and stuff like that because my shoulders were so broad and like stays with you it does and I like to this day I think about it and like I have like a I have like these guy friends who are kind of like my big brothers they were like my exes like um like RA in college and they used to call me um chub no cheeks because I didn't have an ass like I was boxy and thick but like I didn't have an ass (laughs) <laughs> okay. Because, like, I, I have, like, a muscle butt. Like, I don't – it's not, like – because I've played sports my entire life. Like, yeah. it's just muscly. It doesn't do anything cool. It's just, like, yeah, it's just there. But I never thought – I never, like, thought anything was wrong with it mm-hmm. until they started calling me that. And now I'm so, so fucking self-conscious. I look up fat transfers literally once a week. <laughs> No, I I identify. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of the things, like, that you, like, you don't have to give, like, your insecurities, but what are some of, like, what are, hey, I'm drunk about what are some ridiculous, like, things, not ridiculous, but what are some things that you get frustrated about yourself and you're, like, you have to kind of take a step back and be, like, this is me doing too much. Oh, like, uh, certain things that I pick at? Yeah. Man, I... <sighs> like my arms I feel like my arms are way too fat and then sometimes I finally see myself in a photo and I'm like okay my arms really ain't that bad I when you said fat transfers I used to wonder if I can just take all the fat out of my stomach and just put it like in my hips or just somewhere else but I only am weigh like 130 but I understand I'm just saying I understand what you're saying like when you start to obsess over surgeries that of like yeah, when you start to obsess over surgeries that you really don't even need, and you've created this non-issue, it's, I don't even know what, what else, yeah, that's a, that's a terrible experience. It is, because it's just like, there's no one in the world who can tell you, like, I could, I could have fucking Barack Obama and Michelle Obama walk up to me and be like, you are the most beautiful person we have ever seen. And you'd be like, no, you're And not. I'd be like, what, okay, where's Ashton Kutcher? You're punking me. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, I, and I know, I, like, I always say I have a realistic view on myself, but I don't. Like, because I know I'm not the prettiest person in the world, but I also can't come to terms sometimes with the fact that, like, I'm not ugly. Like, I, like, because I think about that, like, I can convince myself that, like, I'm decent, but I never will give myself credit. And, like, it's hard to vocalize because now we're in such a pick me, give me attention type of atmosphere. Like this generation. So like, Oh, give me attention. Give me attention that people don't realize that it's something that like I legitimately, I'm not, I'm not looking for you to give me a compliment cause I won't believe you. I do want to say for those, um, I was looking it up. Um, do you mind if I give like some examples of yeah, it? Some other yeah. examples? Okay. I'm on the anxiety and depression association of America website. Um, so some of the examples are camouflaging, like with body position, clothing, makeup, hair, comparing body parts, uh, to others appearance, seeking surgery. Like we just said, constantly checking mirrors or also avoiding mirrors. Um, if you pick at your skin, if you feel the need to groom excessively, or exercise excessively, change clothes excessively. So those are some really deep 
examples that I think you and I just discussed. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. People, well, if there's one thing people think of when they think of me, they think of like me and makeup because I really do love makeup so much or like hair. And like it's so funny because hair and makeup for me are such a like it's me peacocking almost like it's me like trying to distract you from the fact that like I don't like everything else because I think my face is what I'm most content like mm-hmm. if I have to pick something that I'm like it's not completely disgusting like my face Aww. will be like maybe what I go with but like that's still not me being like content with my face that's just me being like if I have to choose one thing that I don't fucking want to cut off I guess <laughs> I guess <laughs> I guess I'll keep my face. So like makeup and hair and stuff for me has always been a way for me to like express some type of like beauty or whatever. And so like, I don't know. I just feel like these past couple weeks, like my body dysmorphia is like a consistent thing, but I think sometimes it gets triggered. Like whenever like a boy breaks up with me or like doesn't text me back or whatever, like, I don't want to say doesn't text me back because that sounds like petty. But whenever, like, something doesn't go right in a relationship and there's no – I can't put my finger on what it is. Like, it's not a matter of, like, infidelity or, like, oh, we just didn't get along. I instantly assume, oh, I, I'm too fat or, like, oh, they're embarrassed to be with me. Mm. Because, like, one, I've experienced that before. Uh. And two, that's – in my mind, that just makes the most sense to me. Because I think for me, my body dysmorphia has made me have to like my personality so much because in my mind, that's the only thing I really have going for me. So, which I know isn't true. But when I'm in that moment, like for me, my personality is the only thing I have going for me. And so I have to be like, okay, well, I don't think it's this, this, and this about me. So it has to be that I don't look good enough here even for dudes who like not to say who aren't all that because like my like we've talked about this before you and I like I don't really have a type I'm very much like a if I like your vibe it doesn't I don't really care what you look like right but I don't I can't ever possibly like in my mind I can't think that other that like men are like that towards me or women are like that towards me it's a very weird like it's weird to know that you're fucked up (laughs) But to, like, still be fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's no, it's no, seriously, it's <coughs> ignorance is bliss. That, that I believe that when I hear that more and more, it makes so much more sense because I hate being so woke sometimes. I'm like, it's like when I learn how problematic I am and I continue to be problematic and I continue, to, like, I don't change my behavior. I, is that what you're saying? I totally give it, yeah. What else is crazy is, like, I. It's not a matter of being fat that I think is ugly, because mm-hmm. that's not it. Mm-hmm. There are so many women who are bigger and, like, not even, like not toned or whatever, or just bigger and, like, you know, have the body rolls and stuff, who I'm just like, Jesus, they're so beautiful. If I looked like that, I'd be good. Like, if that's how my fat worked, I would be good. Yo, listen, you know what I used to do when I was younger? I would – I was just – so insecure and mind you I used to go to a school that's like almost like majority white the population 11,000 okay and so I was just clearly not the girl who was ever desired I used to pick at like other girls appearances like their 
certain parts of their face or their body and apply it to myself like oh if I had her hair and then her eyes and then her lips but then you know she's five seven if I was that height with these hands like yeah just make it like a mixed media version of myself or some crazy shit in reality if you put it all together it would look absolutely fucking ridiculous ridiculous yeah <laughs> but that's what's like portions out of whack but that's what's so fucked about like this like disease and like i i was watching zachary campbell if you don't know who that is he's a uh, gay black youtuber he's fucking hilarious he does these like he does a lot of music reviews like he was um beyonce featured him on the on the run tour like in her in one of her videos because he's just like he's just fucking hilarious but he did a video about having body dysmorphia and if you know if you want to check it out it's on his channel zach Cam- zachary campbell um but he was just saying like he what was crazy is like people would he's like i've seen men who are bigger than me and like like if you get if you write down their weight and measurements next to mine then yeah technically they're bigger than me but the way i see their body in comparison to mine is i'm like almost an envy of theirs and i hate mine and i like i feel that like there are women who like there's um there's a girl on instagram who i follow um her name's like ashley ashley bunny or ashley chubby bunny i don't know but she can oh, yes, yes, yes. yeah i love her yeah. and she consistently posts photos of herself and like you know like lingerie and stuff like that and then she'll post like other fat women and they're in my and i know for a fact that they're bigger than me because like she'll sell clothes or like whatever and so i know that they're bigger than me but in my mind i'm like they have they're more beautiful than i am and not that size has anything to do with mm-hmm. beauty but like I know what you're saying. but like where i see my body as being disgusting and whatever like and i think it comes down to my weight they're in theory bigger than me but i don't see an issue with theirs mm. so I don't know. That's why I've been gone for the past couple of weeks. I kind of had like a, a, uh, really yeah, I, I, I don't want to blame it on a boy because it has nothing to, it has nothing to do with the particular boy, but I was really interested in someone. I thought we had a good time. I thought we were interested in each other and he kind of disappeared. And the only rational thing in my mind at the moment was that it was because he was embarrassed of how I looked. And so I had to, where normally I would go into some deep depression or whatever, I had to check myself, take a little mental health break, step up my therapy game, and kind of deconstruct why I felt like that. And so now I'm back. Okay. Still fucked, but still. Girl. But getting it. But you're here. But I'm here. But you're here, Sister Jones. (laughs) Yes. Whew. Sorry to get... Uh, deep on you hoes. <laughs> what? But um, yeah, I just wanted to be honest, have a little a little honesty corner for a minute. But now that we've gotten that out of the way, our good sis, the queen of soul, went back to Jesus today. Yes. And yes. many black people around the world, ourselves included, yeah, watched her homegoing all 93 hours Girl, of it. did we? <laughs> did, did we sure? Girl, I woke up and immediately went to the streaming and I was like, well, here's my, here's my day. I get how, you know how like white people reacted to the royal weddings? 
Oh, like, that was that. Like we're that, ter- we were terrible before I read this funeral. Yeah, like us black people were terrible. That was that. Like that was we were like live tweeting. People oh, yeah. were having like viewing parties. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like no one in my office saving it to like DVR to yeah. watch later. No one in my like everyone in my office was like, oh, it's sad about Aretha Franklin. But like I was like, y'all don't get it. This is as big as man. This was huge. Yeah. This I I would dare to say this was almost this was as big as when Michael passed. I was going to say like as big as when Michael Jackson passed. Yeah. This I, is, but I still think of like when Prince passed yeah, and then yeah. Whitney Houston's funeral. Like yeah, yeah, my yeah. word. Yeah, because Aretha. When you think about it, none of these other people would be here if it wasn't for Aretha. Yes. So like for Aretha to pass. Yes. Was like every black person in music has her to thank for their careers. Just like I think when, which I don't want this to happen anytime soon. But once this, our good our good queen Cicely Tyson goes home to the Lord, that's gonna be like another one where it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Because she essentially is the reason that so many black actors can do what they do. Yeah. Um, but they did you know, this homegoing did bring up a lot of conversations for black Twitter, including black church and why people are drawn to it and why people choose to walk away from it. So let's get into... Um, let's do it. Ooh, okay, bars. Yeah, uh, bars. Okay, run. I can't sing to save my life. So Me I'm, neither. That was like, that sounded good though. Thanks. I, like when I say I can't sing, I mean like, I'm like, eh. Like that's how, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I sound when I sing. I sound like I'm constipated. Um, and it's a real bummer because I wish I could sing. Um, Me too. I could live off you. For real. But, um. If you were super rich, could I move in with you? Yeah. <gasps> no, I'm serious. Like, like I'd leave my husband and just, like, move in with you. I mean, I feel like he could, we could let him live in the guest house. Okay. Okay. He's fine. He's a cool Yeah, dude. no. Yeah, no. Yeah. He's nice. Yeah. Okay. Well, whatever. That way, like, Dallas can still see his dad. And- oh, well. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. I gotta be a well, good you need person. A functioning family. Okay. Yeah. I love that. Deal. Um, speaking of functioning families, let's talk about the black family in church. Tell me a little bit about your church experience growing up. Girl. Okay. This is hilarious. Ooh, I'm gonna post a photo later to my Instagram, and everybody is gonna die. Please. I mean, just be nice to me, okay? I was I was born in the early '90s. We took our family photos at the church, girl. Like, some people take them at the mall. We took ours at the church, sis. I remember doing those. My God. My God. My parents parents took one, too, for their, like, 30th anniversary. They took theirs at the church. Um, I was on praise team, choir. What else is there? I did not do praise dance because I didn't like them girls. So I was not in praise dance. Hello. I think I did one praise dance show. Um, what else is there to do? In church. Um, Choir, praise well, team. Oh, oh, my God. I didn't do the miming because that was weird. Yeah. That, oh, my God, with the white paint. I hate that. Can I finally what? say that? Also, can I just say that I, I hate Christian rap? I just want to. Uh. 
I hate it. I hate it so bad. I don't care what beat you rap over. You can, like, I remember they would, like, rap over, like, Nas beats. And they'd be like, yo, this is just as good. And I was like, no, it's fucking not. I want to talk about niggas (laughs) and bitches. I want to talk about shooting gang gang. Yo, have you ever found yourself accidentally twerking to a Christian rap song? Don't lie. Um, some of Lecrae's stuff, because I will say Lecrae, like, Lecrae is, like, one of the more tolerable ones. Okay. But, um, what, what, like, denomination did you grow up? Oh, Baptist. Baptist, okay. I grew up, so, I grew up Roman Catholic. What the hell? Because I, my wife's other family is Irish. So, I grew up Catholic. I was dominantly in the Catholic church. But then when I would go stay with my grandmama, my grandmama is, uh, Presbyterian. Mm-hmm. So I would go up to her church and that bitch would be like five, six hours long. And then when <laughs> I Oh my God. Oh, do they all have accents? Yes, Lord. Everybody with these thick ass West Indies do accents. It, do it, do it. I'm so bad at doing West Indies accents, but it. but like they they would just be like on and on and on and on and on. And I would just like space out and just be like they, it didn't like they would just break down things that like didn't need to be broken it's like i mean we'll get into it because like the church be like spilling all your business and that's essentially what it kind of was was just like them using the sermon to basically talk about everyone um but when i got older like when i went to college like i was telling you i went to a bible college at first and that was a uh assemblies of god church yes on god you was in a cult bro <laughs> oh no yes man. yes no, bitch. assemblies of god oh which is like the wildest shit like i feel like that's the super scion of christianity because those niggas be wildin like yeah you're not allowed to dance no girl you're not allowed Girl, black, that uh, fundamentalist mess, Assemblies of God. Have you been to a wedding? Yes, it's so, it's dry. You can't drink. You can't dance. And it's at the church, so you can't drink. Yo, they didn't even, the couple was young, like, like, like 23 and 24. They didn't even have a first dance because of that. Yeah. What? I would rather die. Do you know I was twerking, girl? Oh, my God. Y'all know how I feel about marriage. It's not necessarily my cup of tea. But if I were to get married, best believe it's because that reception going to be brazy. And I can't wait for you to get married, Drew. Mine would be hella lit. Girl, as long as I'm a bridesmaid. Avi. Why are you making that face? Are you shocked? Would you make me a bridesmaid? Yeah. <gasps> ah! I can't wait for you. You are lying. I don't know. We have we leveled up in our friendship. We you would make me a bridesmaid, Yeah. Drew? Girl, I literally was just talking to my sister about this the other day because my uh, sister and I always play the bridesmaid game because she always like whenever we get mad, I get mad at her. I'm like, you can't be my maid of honor anymore. And she's like, well, you weren't mine because you weren't at my wedding. Uh, <laughs> but it's because I it was it was like a last minute. Like they just decided, fuck it, we're going to get married. And so I couldn't make it back in time. But that's beside the point. Um, but yeah, I want a lit ass reception. I could. But yeah, Assemblies of God is a bridesmaids game. Um, you name me. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, can I have a hug? We can hug. Oh, we can hug. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, I Assemblies of God was wild as hell because it was just like the pol bro, the politics in church. <laughs> Yo, and bro. black church are. Ooh, you want to know some tea? Yes, bitch, I got some. Oh, oh no! Oh, I. We'll talk no, about. We'll I'll talk tell about you after. I'll tell you after. Okay. So it's safe to say you're not like in church anymore. Right. I do believe in a higher being. I believe in a higher power. I feel that there is somebody who's making moves in the background for me that I could not make for myself. Mm -hmm. I believe that the universe aligns in a way for me to have certain experiences. Yeah. And my life has been a freaking roller coaster, Drew. Like, you know all my business now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't go to church anymore. <laughs> when I first moved out here, actually, I was trying to go to a few churches. And you will not believe... I actually ended up at one of them churches that was on uh, Preachers of Los Angeles, bro. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. I just don't like how, I don't know. I didn't like that type of, like, mainstream celebrity. I yeah. feel that a lot of pastors are aiming for now, even with Justin Bieber and, and that pastor he hangs with all the time. Mm -hmm. Is that not kind of weird to you? It is. I'm also not, like, I am a spiritual person. I do believe in some type of higher power. I think everything has a purpose to how it's supposed to work and so i think it's wild of us to think that we just popped up here you know like everything's too intricate for us to have just fucking like popped up yeah. um but uh, yeah i'm not a fan of church i worked in the church for a while when i was like in college i worked in kids ministry uh -uh. yeah and i and i love i mean i still talk to some of those kids you were a camp I was I worked I was like one of the kids pastors I was like a Girl, kids junior pastor too. and I and are I you me? are we the same what? but I like I adored those kids and I still talk to a lot of my kids like to this day but like the amount of politics that went into it was just like this like if this is the correct like if Jesus Christ is and like God like if that's the correct thing the correct formula to like what we know to be like earth and life itself then like I don't think they won't he would want it to go down the way it goes in a lot of these churches and like it's black church especially I mean damn first of all Christianity was fucking forced on us in slavery Yo, so it's like yeah, like, it's something that was crammed down our throat, and it's wild so, that... And my thing is, if... I'm sorry, keep going, keep going. No, it's, it's just wild, like, the amount of, like, things we've let Christianity do to break up the black family. Like, because we've, all, we've used it to be something to hate the LGBT community and to hate strong women and to hate men who don't meet a certain societal standard as far as like their masculine like we've used the black community has used the bible to justify so much hatred within our own community and so now you have this generation of black people who want to like stray from the um church because like we don't acknowledge mental health we don't acknowledge the LGBT community we don't acknowledge feminism or whatnot and so you have a lot of us who aren't interested in it anymore and you have like these elders being like what the hell like what's happening and it's because like you've used this thing that's been forced down to sub to oppress you mm -hmm. to now you're now using it to oppress us right and it's just like 
It's a lot, dude. Like, watching the Aretha Homegoing today made me, like, there were so many things that I was like, damn, I miss that aspect of the church. Mm. Like, I miss the choir. I mm. miss black. I miss being in a room full of that many black people and having some type of, like, spiritual connection to everyone in that room because you're all just trying to make sense of life itself yeah i always thought worship was cool in that sense because like not that i was ever like super into the worship itself but just being connected with all these people that you know are singing a song because they're going through something and they want to have some type of like serenity and just like how black music like black gospel music sounds mm-hmm. i'm not gonna lie every now and then i'd be turning on kirk franklin girl listen when I'm, that song smile listen i do my makeup to kim burrell and she is problematic yes, prob- you know, she don't like us she does not like bro but it's beautiful it is because it's just- and when my and when my when my dad passed you know what I did? I played some gospel. Because you find I com- some gospel and that calmed me down. Yeah, because you find because like what the church is like what this alleged religion is meant to do is be somewhere that you can find your comfort, your peace, your serenity. Like the God that you've been trying to say is what like hates this and this and this. In reality, if you really read your Bible, because I was a theology minor, and a lot of quotes that like are used to be against like homosexuality or whatever are misconstrued and used out of context um but like all this stuff like this god that you've painted is supposed to be this understanding loving comforting god and so like the music that i don't know there's like there's just a lot of power in gospel music and when i was watching aretha's home going today i was like I love knowing that all those people in there are connected through the song right now. And I miss that aspect of church, but I don't miss, and I miss the sense of community, but I don't miss the gossiping. I don't miss the judgment. I don't miss being in there for nine hours. I don't miss the older men hitting on us younger girls. Yeah. And it's, and like, hey. and no one correcting anyone. Because and yeah. And, and, them telling us that we need to behave yeah that we're the fast ones hmm. i remember i would get in trouble when i was at the assemblies god um Ooh. i remember like if my shoulder like i remember being told that i was causing the men to lust because i wore a dress that like mind you covered completely like my top half it was just like sleeveless mm-hmm. but it didn't like you couldn't see like my collarbone or like back, but my shoulders alone allegedly were going to cause these men of the church to stumble. Okay. And okay. I was just like, Oh, the stumble, the stumbling, the stumble drew. Oh my, you have triggered me girl. But there's just so much there. Why did we have the same experience? I don't know, but the black, <laughs> the black church. And I think just church in general, but my only real experience is the black church. Um, it's just like there's the Bible and Christianity has been used for so much problematic hate behavior, especially towards men and for the women who are caping for those men. Like the, the way that like, I mean, I don't know if you all saw it, but Ariana Grande sang today at the home going, the home going, she sang natural woman. And it was, I mean, it's no surprise. Ariana Grande can fucking blow. And she, and Aretha Franklin herself loved Ariana and, that's how you know you blessed. Because okay. <laughs> Aretha, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, Aretha messes with Ariana. I mean, Ariana can sing, like, sing, sing. She does her homework. She's a respectful white when it comes to the black white community. <laughs> she's she's not Latino. She's um, Italian. 
She's Italian, but she, she tweeted something about finding out she's South African. She was like, I'm not, she's like, I'm not trying to be like that. She's like, I just didn't know. I legitimately thought I was 100% Italian. I thought that was, she listed some other things, but one of the things in the list was South African. Okay. Um, but besides Ariana. Um, but yeah, the pastor was like, the way he was like holding her when he was talking to her. First of all, he disrespected her, trying to like come at her about her name because he says something, he referenced her to Taco Bell. And I was like, okay, nigga, like chill. But then also, he was like, I don't know if anyone else, I'm actually like a lot of people know this, but his hand was like right under her boob. And you could tell she was visibly uncomfortable, but was trying to play it off because she knew it was like she was trying to keep the focus on Aretha. But it was just like, y'all use this fucking Bible and this fucking religion to allow these men to do some fuck shit. And then you flip it on the the girls that it affects. All I didn't see any man talk about how this pastor was like basically groping this poor young woman on TV. Instead, everyone was talking about, oh, her dress is short. Oh, her dress is short. No. What happened to the whole come as you are? You know what I'm saying? I just like, I didn't realize that we'd gone through so much time, so we got to wrap it up soon. But like, I just, the black church, I think spirituality is a beautiful thing. And I, and I have no judgment towards anyone who's in an organized religion. But I think the black church and Christianity, especially like if you want to bring people back, if you want that to be the move that people make, I think you really have to kind of like take a look at, is it worth turn like, a lot of what you the hateful shit you have to say isn't backed in your book it's not it's not i i have no issue going verse to verse with you and breaking it down because it's not like that's just simple as that but also like i don't i can't wrap my mind around there being a god who is hateful over people just wanting to love other people Thank you guys so much for listening to The Curve. Uh, this episode was a little bit longer than normal, but, you know, we needed to talk about some real shit. Normally, we, we are, we're we on here clowning and goofing. And I mean, we still did that a little this episode, but, you know, we got to talk about some real shit. But, Miss Ivana, as always, it's been a pleasure to have you. Where can my party people find you? <laughs> Drew, as always, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for inviting me again. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Hey, I'm Ivana. Again, it's at H E Y I M I V A N N A. Ooh, she cute. <laughs> and y'all already know where to find me, but if you don't, I'm on all the things at OK Drew J. That's OK D R E W J. <laughs> yeah. Until next time, stay curvy, my friends.